there it is in her full glory. I don't. Kara, again, and we did a bit on the on the brunette ish, yeah. uh, last week, so we're not going to belabor it. But the curls, I mean, the curls are yeah. something. It's it's been this is me, this is my hair, and but I straighten it most times, most days. But this is this is my hair. This is it. This is it. There it is. <laughs> love it in yeah. full glory. Yeah, I was shocked too because my kids were like, "Mom, we love it." I, I didn't expect that. I thought they would be like. We don't know you, <laughs> but they weren't. <laughs> I, I have they to, were. I have to cute. say, and, and 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 another thing that Cara told me is no more talk about Taylor Swift. Okay, yeah. we're not we're not talking about Taylor Swift anymore. However, um, I it, it was pointed out that that there is in the Super Bowl another couple that has local connections. So I think this is fair game. So Olivia Culpo, who a lot of people know, Olivia Culpo. Uh, who is Miss Universe from some years back and local connections because Madeline Copo, of course, from Cantarella Dance and the rest. So she's engaged to a running back for the 49ers named Christian McCaffrey. Now, I don't follow football quite as much as uh, other people, so a lot of other people may know who Christian McCaffrey is. Hey, look, uh, I should know who he is, but 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 there but there it is. So forget Taylor Swift. <laughs> You know, uh, bring it aside. There's there's uh, Olivia Copo and Christian McCaffrey. There's the couple. Uh, they're in the Super Bowl, and there's a local connection. So that's cool. That's yeah. Right. When you when you said something about that, I was like, cool. I, 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 you were. He, John was asking me questions about about Copo, and I took I was Terpsichore, not Cantarella. So that's why I didn't I didn't know much about it. Yeah. Well, there it is. Yeah. The, the world famous yes. Olivia Copo with uh, Pittsfield Connection. We did have a question uh, over the break uh, from someone in regard to our blendingness. Yes. Uh, so, so what is that question? So uh, this is a question from a viewer on the challenges of co-parenting. Uh, this viewer says, I like for my kids to do fun things and take part in activities, play sports, go to camp, etc. However, my ex refuses to contribute to those activities. So what happens is that if I don't pay for the whole activity, my kids are not able to do it and they'll miss out. What can you possibly do about that? Get a well, lawyer. Not yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's a tough one. It is. That it, is, that is hard. That is hard. Because how it's supposed to work, usually, how it's supposed to work is that you have an activity and then both the co-parents split the cost of it 50-50. and 50-50. But really, that's a great point. If someone isn't contributing and they say, well, I don't want to do this, then then the person who's trying to do the right thing for the kids gets the whole shebang. Yeah. So they got to pay for the whole thing and, and, and all that. And that happens more often than than you'd think. And I think a lot of it too is um it takes time. I mean, I don't know how long they've been separated or divorced, but it does definitely take time in my experience because when you have a couple, it's usually someone who's angrier than the other or maybe more immature or not able to kind of see the forest through the trees and put the kids first. And so that's what you have until until they're able to mature a little bit and see that it's it's not really about the other parent it's about the kids i've seen some co-parenting and they're they're the extreme where parents they 
uh, have the Christmas pictures, yeah. the pictures that are all together. And they're like, and I, and I looked at that. I'm like, wow, that is really amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and George is nodding his head too. Is like, I mean, how, but like, God bless, like, wouldn't that be great to, to get there? But, um, uh, you know, but there's a whole spectrum, you yes. know, people who th there's not a relationship and then there's the whole thing where they're together. And so ideally it'd be great for everyone to get there. But in an ideal world, at least you're agreeing to do what's best for the kids. Yeah. Those situations. Sure. Blending. 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 It's not easy, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> <laughs>
But <laughs> if it happened, it happened. And we we would we always say, right. you know, we imagine. I wonder that baby would be pretty pretty cute. You know, <laughs> cute. That baby would be pretty cute. <laughs> but maybe, maybe the baby but, would have pearls. Maybe. 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 With any luck. <laughs> With any luck. Um, and speaking of babies, um, currency coffee is yeah. is also George's uh, baby. And so, listen, yeah. I, I, there there's no doubt that your brand is loved. That that shop is loved. That you know everything that you've done. You know I. I'm a loyal customer mm -hmm. over the years and I've had such a great experience there. So seeing it, I mean, we, we've had conversations, so I wasn't mm -hmm. utterly shocked, but there are some really ironclad reasons behind you heading yeah. down to Sarasota and continuing yeah. the business there yes. as opposed to continuing operations here in Pittsfield. So let's unpack it, baby. Let's unpack it. Oh, so, so tell me, so tell me about uh, this decision. Okay, so for those that know me personally or know the business, I've been traveling down to Sarasota for the better part of a year and a half. And we've been doing this exploratory journey, trying to find locations and what would actually work for us to go down that, you know, go down to Florida. Mm -hmm. And my friend Vic down there, we partnered up. And last summer, we began to really lock down locations. We uh, got our building uh, early this you know, fall. And the original plan was actually not to leave. Uh, we had good staff, had great people working there. And the plan was for me to, excuse me, to run both, have our general manager here, have things prepped here, ship there, and work it that way. And the plan was hatched and it was looking like it was going to work. But you know what? Life throws your curveballs. Um, my GM and sliders, yeah, up the balls. <laughs> um, but now, you know, my GM she wanted to take a different opportunity, and I mm -hmm. told her, "If best of luck, mm -hmm. go." You know, I, when someone's with you four and a half years, yes, you have a great relationship, and you build this, and you hope it works in the long run. But we all know things change. Yeah. So she left, fine, and that's when I made the decision. If we're going to do this in Florida, either I do or I do not. There I is no try. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, Daniel's not. There is no try. Um, well, I think that's a Yodaism. Yes. If, just to be well, just to be uh, accurate. Right, but, right. Uh, <laughs> I think of the other Mr. Miyagi quote from uh, Karate Kid. You're right. Yes, yes, Luke. There is no try. Um, so I made up my mind in, in November yeah. that I can't do both personally. But we didn't have all the locations locked down. Mm -hmm. And then we finally did. So we're going to have our cafe downtown Sarasota, right in the middle of downtown, a block from the courthouse, a block from, uh, you know, there's these huge, you know, 15-story Wells, uh, uh, Wells uh, Fargo Tower. Mm -hmm. We're in the center of it all. Mm. In the center of a city that went from 50 to almost 75,000 in five years. Yeah. And the age dropped five years on average. Yeah. That's huge. Yep. I mean, yep. to drop a population's age a year mm -hmm. is a lot. Never mind five. So we're in the middle of it all. And that's where the cafe is. And we have our roastery and tasting lounge, which will be uh, a little bit for the north and the Northgate community in Sarasota. And um, they're both going to be operational within 
three to four months. Wow, that's exciting. It's going to go fast. We've had our permits. Construction is going. We're closing up walls. We're putting in ceilings and floors, and it's happening as we're mm -hmm. talking, mm -hmm. which meant that we had to give our notices. Mm -hmm. We had to let everybody mm -hmm. know because as much as I would love to give the staff two, three months notice, it wasn't going to be possible just because of everything else happening. Mm. And all of our friends here in Pittsfield know that when you decide to do something in business and you have change of zoning, codes and planning and all this, it's it takes time. Yep. Where we had a change of use done in less than three days. In Sarasota. Yes. Wow. Which, I mean, and, my and, God. And there's your business friendliness right there. Not gonna get in my soapbox and uh, I will. And, 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 and but you will. <laughs>that Romano says uh, to Kara asking she we did say that those curls are natural yes. uh, now but she's asking are the curls natural oh yeah totally natural yeah natural so. John's mom asked Bev asked me the other night did you get arm I was like no no I never I, I I think when I was real little I don't know maybe seventh grade my curls weren't really like fully formed or whatever so my mom got me a spiral perm to kind of even it out in seventh grade and then it's just been like this ever since. So there you go. So they're natural. And uh, yep. now does the city of Pittsfield uh, tax you at a higher rate because of those curls? I'm waiting. We're waiting to We're get waiting. the bill. Are we waiting to get the bill? That's that's called a segue. Oh. That's, called a, that's called a segue. You like that? I, I love it. Ah. That was beautiful. <laughs> Seamless. Seamless. Yeah, and uh, everyone who comments at the live show is eligible for a bag of coffee from uh, Currency Coffee. Yeah, we're calling it Dealer's Choice. We come in, pick up. That's right. Like. Come on in. So that that is in, it, that means something. And, and but but before we get into the business friendliness yeah, yeah. deeper the, about the business aspect, so mm -hmm. what you had done, so the retail side of things, the the um, mm -hmm. uh, having coffee, having people go in. Mm -hmm buy it from a barista that was a relatively new phenomenon for your um, business relative i mean yes, at least at least yes. as far as like your cash flow yeah like that became a bigger piece of your revenue uh, yeah 2022 was an okay years. year but 23 we just it exploded um we changed corporate philosophies in 23 um when uh, we bought dave out and you know dave was good for the company he really was he helped us grow to a certain point and then we had to go to a different direction and it worked out tremendously in our favor. Mm. People came in, they found us and I was quoted in, in, in the local paper saying that, you know, if you want to look for the financial success of a business, what's the great formula you need? I know let's go in a basement and a strip mall in Pittsfield, Mass. <laughs> not, not necessarily what you would see at Wharton, but it's, um, but that's what we did, and we <laughs> did our that. best. You I know, it. It, it's 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 how we made our bones here, and we expanded you know our wholesale to what we could. But yeah, people found us. Yeah. The community found us. Well, you did a hell of a job marketing, and yes. I think, and it's a great product. So when you had yeah. uh, what was it uh, free coffee every Tuesday? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like so. So that was like your there. I, there's a business term for that. Um, loss leader. Lead loss leader. Yeah. There you go. 
Um, and so there's your generator, you know, you call it a lead generator, yep. you know, that sort of thing. So now you're developing people who are getting simply used to walking down those steps or taking the elevator to get mm -hmm. a coffee mm -hmm. because they're going to go in for that free coffee. Yeah. And now they've developed a relationship. Now they've developed a pattern. Um, it was brilliant. Mm -hmm. It worked um, to a point. Mm -hmm. uh, so Allendale, we all know that Big Loss was there for years. Mm -hmm. And then Goodwill came in. Mm -hmm. um, changed the uh, it changed the demographics a little bit of, of the area, but it still gave us great traffic. Sure. But when we went from free coffee Tuesday to free iced tea Tuesday in summertime, there was a small rebellion brewing. No kidding. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Pitchforks and torches. It was it was not necessarily what I would want to have happen, but we um, basically oh, said, no. "You're complaining over." free yeah okay that's <laughs> fine that. that's fine and we i said oh, this is what we're doing mm -hmm. and then when it got cold we brought the free cold you know the free coffee back and you know what i would say half the people that come and get a free coffee they don't buy anything mm -hmm. so what yeah in the end it was it, that, that wasn't the issue right 10 cups of coffee yeah okay whatever mm -hmm. but we did see a lot of new faces because of it mm -hmm. we saw a lot of new faces for a lot of reasons you know whether they found us on you know, Google or Apple Maps, where they found us through, you know, Yelp or just walking by and somebody walking up with a cup of coffee. Mm -hmm. You know, like, where did you get that? Oh, it's downstairs. Mm. You know, our friends at Mad Max always, you know, when people are waiting for their stuff to be repaired. Mm -hmm. I was talking with Scotty at all those great couches in Mad yep. Max. You know, nobody sits in them. They come down to our place <laughs> and they sit down there. It's interesting. I Because there was such a defined time period of the retail side of things yeah is that, is that what I, yeah is retail yes, the uh, cafe yeah. the appropriate way to describe it yes. it's really worth a good case study because it, it in my mind it was so successful now I, i'm not looking at the pnl okay I'm, yeah. not, I'm not looking at all of that however you know based on you know our conversations and how it was going like i really think that uh it's a nice case of, of a three what three-year period Roughly, roughly three year period of major success. I mean, so and I think when most people look at a business closing from the outside, they see the headline there, you know, kind of, well, geez, yeah, I guess they did. This wasn't a, a matter of you not succeeding. This is almost a, a situation where you're you're succeeding too much or you're doing too well. And the market that needs to help you grow mm -hmm didn't exist because staffing had to be part of an part of the issue. I mean, it really was because listen, you, yeah. you literally took this step mainly because of staffing, really. Partially. Yeah. Well, it was, all right. Partially. Well, all right. So, so you it, can... All right. <laughs> let's put it this way. When you lose somebody with four years of institutional knowledge into, into, a, into a small business, you have a very long road to get that back. Yeah. So let's put that aside for a minute. When it comes to our staffing issues, and we do have them, never in our history have we had to close early for staffing until the past 30 days. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now, all of our friends, all the people we all know and we and we visit, we do business with, how many of them have closed in the past four years because of staffing problems? Yeah. A lot. Yes. And I held that to the highest degree possible that we never closed. Mm -hmm. Even, even if George was going to be there. Oh, I did it. Yeah, I, I was yeah. standing there and do it. Barista Inc. Yep. But unfortunately, I can't be all things, all people anymore. And we do have too much to do. And, you know, today we closed at 11. And I have to say, 
I can't tell you how grateful I am for our customers because when we announced that we're going to be moving to Sarasota, the online orders have just been incredible. Mm -hmm. And I've been trying to tell people, we are still going to be shipping. Yep. We are open till the 18th. We're not cutting back. We're stocked. But not because it's like, hey, come on down the last. No, I right, right. no that's not the point. <laughs> yeah. We're here to service our customers. Right. And when we're all done on the 18th, it gets boxed up, sent to Sarasota, and then we start shipping. Mm-hmm. So nothing changes. Actually, I had to go out to customers the other day. Some people walking in wanting three and four or five pound bags of coffee. And I'm like, no, you get one. Yeah. Because if you keep this up, no one else is going to have it this week. <laughs> right. I have to go roast more. Right. Right. So I'm grateful. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and the only thing I, I had to laugh. So, of course, you know, people, oh, you know, they, they comment on everything. Mm-hmm. First, <laughs> first one was, oh, I know. Do they? None of us have, none of us have ever dealt with that. Yeah. Um, one person goes, so when's the coffee going on sale? Oh, geez. I just bought one oh, word. Never. Never. Yeah. And never. then another local businessman sent me a, a public message saying, oh, so uh, when's, when are you going to start selling all the equipment? Oh, yeah. I'm not. No, you're bringing it to Sarasota. We need need everything in (laughs) that. And that's also where I see people go, well, you're closing because it didn't work. No, it worked. Yeah. From the best of my judgment, that place hasn't hit 50% of its capabilities. Mm -hmm. The problem is from September to December, we had a great run of business. Mm -hmm. Second week of January, gone. Mm -hmm. We all have the doldrums. We know this business. Your family is in food service. You understand oh, that. Yeah. Yeah. However, this year wasn't the doldrums. Mm-hmm. It's down. Mm-hmm. You know, I uh, like before the show, we were, ch- we were chatting. Businesses like mine, Worley's, these small su- suppliers to other industries, or the canary in the coal mine. We know when yeah. it's getting bad. Yes. And, yeah. and, and I hate this, we hate oh. to say it. Yeah. We don't want to be the, but oh. that, so. And, and so you are the supplier mm-hmm. of other businesses. Mm-hmm. And so when the supplier starts to have reduced business mm-hmm. on that B2B side, yep. right, not the retail side, the you know, not the you yes. know, consumer side that way, that that really is. So you're hitting the nail on the head. So I don't, you know, maybe it's like worth a call like Whirlies too or some yeah. of these other. But, um, but yeah, that's... that's it's, it, not, it's not just business. It's, okay, you know, people are paying me net 30 which is hitting net 120 now. Mm-hmm. Not because mm-hmm. they've never paid me before. They all have. Mm-hmm. But now others are having more difficult times making those payments. Right. So this is a this is a Berkshire problem. Mm-hmm. This is a Berkshire to Pioneer Valley problem because we have customers all through that area. Western Mass, I know some, some people think it stops at Worcester. But Western Mass is having a ha- having an issue. Yeah. No one's addressing the bigger problems. And, yep. you know, you have to start with the basics. I think there's a lot of people listening saying, boy, we could go to Sarasota right now. <laughs> Well, today was 80 and sunny, so. <laughs> I mean, we love the skiing, but, uh, yeah. but boy, we could take Sarasota um, right now. So, yeah. you know, and, and listen, I, none of us is getting younger. George, I'm not nope. suggesting that, you know, you, where you are in your life or your career yeah. or whatever. But, you know, 
sometimes you want to be in a warmer climate also. Oh, nothing to do with the snow. Like the Berkshires, I grew up in Schenectady, New York. Okay, not the warm climate of the world. Then I went to school at Syracuse. Again, a little right. bit of snow. Um, <laughs> lived in Vermont for a bit, but then... Then you went to Antarctica. Yeah. <laughs> I remember my first year at Syracuse, it snowed for 40 straight days. Oh, oh my God. God. Yeah, well, they just got done with a 45-day stretch of no sun. Oh. It's not uncommon there. I mean, you'd be... Then again, I think we went through like 30-something yeah. days. Yeah. And that is why... <laughs> You have to have. Whoa. <laughs> okay. So, so, all right. Real quickly, we'll 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 take George out of this because yeah. I mean, I gotta tell you, my mom is wearing that patch. Yes. And she, her energy is up and everything, and so it's the Life Wave Light Therapy patches. <laughs> I have to I'm say, sorry. I have to say because <laughs> it's so it's just amazing. It's a like, shameless plug yeah. portion of the. They're amazing. Yes, absolutely. Honestly, of the, of the program, I have energy after school. <laughs> After teaching all day, I used to come home and like the jammies went on and I was pretty much down for the count. Now Gosh. I can go grocery shopping. I can make a pot roast, do everything. <laughs> it's it all about good. the pot roast. It's all about the pot roast. <laughs> so if you're interested in those patches, get a hold of Cara. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. Try them out. You got to try them. Everyone who comments and comments coming in uh, is eligible for a bag of coffee from Currency Coffee. You take your pick on which kind. Um, mine is uh, the Peruvian yeah. uh, is my favorite at the light roast. Um, but there are many wonderful blends. And then also uh, one of Soma Aromas Candles, uh, also for those who comment uh, on the show. And then also for our private group, we're going to have a little Park Lane jewelry yeah. uh, for, for our friends in the private group. But um, but yeah, Sarasota. It's, yeah, I, you know, it's, um, it's nice this time of year. It is. Um, actually, it was <laughs> so a couple of weekends ago when it was you know, below zero, uh, my son's on one of the local ski racing teams. And Brenda was at a race. It was like minus four that morning. It was brutal. And of course, I was complaining too because it was 44 degrees in Sarasota and iguanas were falling from the trees. <laughs> my cousin lives in Florida. Michelle, if yeah. you're listening, oh my gosh. She talks about that. Yes. Yeah. So what do you mean they were falling from the they trees? They literally fall from the trees. It gets so cold, they like hibernate. Oh, it's because of the it's because yes. of the temperature. So yeah. they kind of they, they they literally go to sleep and they just drop. Oh. Yeah, it's it's something that if do, you do they survive it? They do. Oh, okay, they, they so wake they, up and it warms up. But... Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's something I've never experienced. That I mean, no. I, I've been to I've been to Disney yeah. when um, we went in 2011 um, when we had the restaurant we closed okay. for New Year's and um, and we went there and it was record low temperatures in Orlando and overnight the frost killed every plant in the parks like all the beautiful flowers all everything and in literally overnight they replanted everything yeah they i mean and they had little signs everywhere jack frost hit jack frost was here you know whatever but that was the only time i ever experienced really low temperatures yeah. in florida yeah they uh it's it's amazing when my son races uh, BMX down there. We travel down there for yeah. that. They've actually been canceling races on the weekends because, like, well, it's only forty five degrees at night, and of course, we go to Tri City over in Schenectady into November. Yeah, and my yeah. son's like, Dad, <laughs> it's not that bad. I'm like, true, but 
he also raced in Sarasota when it was 101. Yeah. So it's, you know, the old saying that the Northeast makes, you know, hardier people when it comes to weather. They do. Yeah. And I'm tired of being hardy. I know. I'm, I'm really with tired you. of I'm being hardy. <laughs> I'm sick of it. You know? There's something to be said for saying, you know what? Been there, done that. Yeah. Uh, where's my rewards? That was one thing that surprised me because of our location. I didn't know how community was really going to turn out. And, uh, you know, you know, we did Santa a couple times. Yeah. It's a big deal. <laughs> this year. And I, I, I haven't said anything about it publicly. The first time Santa came, which was Small Business Saturday, mm -hmm. um, we did a thousand people that day came in. Wow. To see Santa. That's kids and adults combined, which blew our minds. Yeah. Which, because if you get in the Berkshires, if you get a hundred people yeah. to an event, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. When you get a thousand people yeah. to an event, that's, that's a major. Deep. And then yeah. we had them back on, on right. December 16th and we did another 600. Mm -hmm. And the gentleman who, uh, who, uh, who is Santa, hide the kids. So you don't want to hear this. So <laughs> um, his real name is Nicholas, which is even better. Cool. <laughs> but Nick also does Stuyvesant Plaza, city of Saratoga. Mm -hmm. He's a well-known real beard Santa. Mm-hmm. And he, he told me after both these, he goes, George, I, I've done malls for 20, 25 years. This doesn't happen in malls. No kidding. He wow. says, so I think our secret sauce was it's free. Yes. Now, if you want to bring a toy for Toys for Tots, mm -hmm. please. Sure. So, yeah, we did that. And case study right there. Yeah, and the first one, uh, so the Small Business Saturday, we filled boxes. For Toys for Tots. Mm -hmm. Well, the second one came along and Toys for Tots was done. People brought them anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, uh, um, Hillcrest School, they came and took them all for the kids. Mm -hmm. Oh, good. So we're like, what, what are we going to do with these toys? Yeah. yeah. And I, a friend of mine uh, works over there and she's like, we can, we need Oh, these. yeah. Mm -hmm. Great. Take them. So it helped both ways, you know. And uh, being civic-minded is important, but without a good business behind it, it doesn't last. Yeah. Right. But having Santa come, it reminded me when growing up in Schenectady, my dad had a clothing store there. Mm -hmm. And Santa always came on the Christmas parade. Yeah. You know, they did the, the biggest nighttime Christmas parade in the nation was in Schenectady back in the day, up until a couple of years ago. And Santa came. And of course, and then he went to all the stores, you know, that weekend. And it was special yeah. every year. And Pittsfield misses this. The they city do. has missed it. There aren't How, many places well, that have Santa but no, right now. But not just that. Santa that doesn't cost you anything. Right. I can put the kid on the lap, take out the cell phone, take 16 photos. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm not committed for, well, it's $30 or $10. Yeah. Why? Mm -hmm. It's Santa. Yeah. A city like Pittsfield really should be able to take a bigger look at this. How is a small little coffee shop in a basement in a strip mall in right. Pittsfield bringing in a thousand people? And the city can't do that over two hours. Yeah, there's a problem. Yeah, Eileen. Sorry, <laughs> this is. I, yeah. I, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to continue on this. Um, Eileen Rockefeller says, "All the best. Sarasota is the best. We will, you'll do great there. We'll stop by when we're there." Excellent. Um, Jake Watkins says, "Newcomer to the Berkshires, moved from Lowell. Sorry oh. to have missed your spot, George. Best of luck to you in Sarasota. And yes, Florida." Cold is cold. Blame the humidity. <laughs> <laughs> cold. Um, I 
But Ikara, we've talked about this. Yeah. There is no reason that Pittsfield, Massachusetts cannot be small town Christmas America. Like you, you, there are ways to do it. Um, you know, there's this uh, park in New York City. I can't remember the name of the park, but they actually have they they ship in Christmas. You know, they uh-huh. bring in an ice skating rink, and and there's a and there's a fee to it, right? There are these vendors that do it, um, but you can you can build on that with the commitment of the community. And really, when you look in the winter time, there is a vacuum of an opportunity with the Berkshires being a tourist uh, centered location anyway, and a place that wants to be great for your residents. There's no reason why downtown Pittsfield can't be the home of hometown America Christmas. It, it, re- it really is. And, and you know, yeah. not to be yeah. you know, all holidays, I guess, but like Christmas, yeah. uh, especially, you know, and it's, it's more the feel of it. It's more, you know, bringing the community together and having, you know, having things to look forward to. Mm-hmm. It's important. Um, like when we went to Portsmouth and we just happened upon the ice skating rink, we we didn't know that there was an ice skating rink. We were walking through and went through an alleyway and then it opened <laughs> up to this adorable outdoor skating rink. It was amazing. It and was it was, there were no bells and whistles really, but it was, they had a little shop for coffee. They had a place where you could rent the skates. It was easy, you know, and, um, we went ice skating. It, it was, was awesome. so fun. Yeah, and I never and it was I had just done, in a field. I hadn't been ice skating in probably forty years. Wow. Um, and uh, so Melissa Rockefeller Hill says Rockefeller Center. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and she sponsors it. Yeah. It's, <laughs> we could do that. We could do that. But you know, the, but those are the things. I think there there is a hole, where uh, which means there's a missing opportunity there. I think uh, here in yeah. in the Berkshires and in Pittsfield specifically. Mm-hmm. I mean Pittsfield. I think Pittsfield's actually been very lucky because here we are in the Berkshires. You talk holidays. Well, Stockbridge. Right. Red Lion Inn. I mean, yep. how of many course. Norman Rockwell paintings do we need from Stockbridge? Right. And they've never capitalized on it I in the past it. 30 years. No, I know. So are we incapable? Maybe, maybe not. Is there the will? Maybe, maybe not. But from a guy who has the location we're in, if I can bring 1,600 people into a basement into this town in two days, don't tell me it can't be done. Right. Yeah. Don't tell me you can't build an ice rink outside. Right. Have local vendors pop up tents and mm-hmm. do pop-ups or may- maybe even something as simple as food trucks. Yeah. Do all that multiple weekends from, I don't know, second weekend of December through uh, mid-January. Right. Um, we, we all know classical tents, Right. They can go to Boston and they help set up all these uh, outdoor skating rinks and tents and all that mm-hmm. in downtown Boston. They do that every year. Mm-hmm. You know, Cass told me about that numerous times. Are you telling me we can't ha- somehow look at local expertise mm-hmm. yeah. and find a way to do this? Right. You know, with everything else going on in this city that, sh- quote unquote, should be going on. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm, we, we are rich and should be. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. We have done none of we, you know, there's no, well, we did this. One thing yeah. we did is not do. And so uh it's it is Brian Brian Park, which I was thinking. So there is a and it's sponsored. It's a Bank of America winter village. 
and call John Bissell. And they literally and they and they literally bring in Christmas. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so it's it's and, and what happens is just like anything, mm-hmm. when you do that, it brings more business around it. It helps right. the businesses that are there, right. but then it draws pop-up stores and it draws you right. know more activity. And if you're bringing people to that space, there's 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 going to be more uh business there. And we have no nightlife in this town. Mm-hmm. There's no nightlife in the Berkshires, really, let's be honest. And if we want to do that, that kind of thing will bring in nightlife. You'll have people coming in to skate at night. You'll have people coming in to do these things. Right. But let's face it, it's winter. It gets dark at, oh, I don't know, three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It gives us greater opportunity. Mm-hmm. But as a community, we have to lean on you know, the Greylocks, the you know, Berkshire Banks, all these other companies say, look, you're here. Mm-hmm. You say you care about here. Well, let's do this. Yeah. Even Milltown Capital, they've done a great job with Bosque and other and other projects. Right. They still could do more locally. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So Susan Lily Roberts says great way to utilize the common. Although I, my idea would be to have it on that open space in front of St. Joe's Church because mm-hmm. then you know Dottie's is nearby. That sort of thing. Um, bigger town Christmas tree would help the mood. Said Melissa. <laughs> Rockefeller Hill. Oh, God forbid. Yeah. Talk about the baby Christmas tree. <laughs> My God, don't don't you dare talk about that. You're negative if you do. Chelsea Porter says, I'm going to miss the iced fluffernutter latte so much. Yeah, uh, people have said that. Come on now. And, and by the way, if you really want a great, great meme to do, we need to get everybody to dress up. Because you know, since I have no hair, we need to do the Charlie Brown Christmas mm-hmm. characters dressed up around the tree. Yeah. So <laughs> just to make it fun. Parting shots. <laughs> you know, I said I wouldn't say most of these things. I was over the state line, but what the hell? Um, no, it's uh, it's coming from where I did in Schenectady to here. Mm-hmm. I saw a lot of lessons in that town that Pittsfield has never learned. We were the GE town. Almost ninety thousand employees working three shifts. I mean, that just that alone. Mm-hmm. I know we had fifteen thousand here at one time. So that was half of one shift mm. and we lost all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've seen a, a, a city just empty and then come back. Yeah. But you have to have they did it. financial and the political will to do you it. That's political will. Right. And they did what this town's not willing to do. And unfortunately we're in for, you know, more of the same. That's what the city wanted. And that's what they're going to get. The amount of money that we spend here in the Northeast to just exist yeah. is just right. It's astronomical. The existence cost. Right. We're standing here paying our <laughs> sales, <laughs> property, excise, you know, income, blah, 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 all the way down the line, right? Mm-hmm. Well, we can take some of those out if you go south, like state income tax, excise tax, yeah. 60% of your property tax. Oh, what else? Oh, if you own a business, I mean, like this microphone, this is very nice. How much they tax you on this? Yeah. That doesn't exist anymore. It's so funny because um, every once in a while we'll be on the air and someone from the city will will slip a, a, a tax bill um into uh, the door over yes. here uh, while I'm on the air. And I always wonder, I'm like, what the hell is that for? 
because they estimate yeah. that you have equipment. And so right. they say, oh, well, your equipment is worth X amount. How well, they, they did that to me, how they know how much my equipment is. I have no idea. Right. But, you know, you get this bill. Right. And this was something that was I was a, it was a letter to the editor one time from a gentleman who lived in one of the condos, I think, near Bosque, mm -hmm. who was astonished that he was getting this bill for stuff that was in his uh, condominium. And he's like, how do they even know? Right. Um, it, so, was, it was wild. I think it shocked a lot of people. I mean, if you, if you are a two-income family, you own your home here. If you, and let's say you have a car that, a couple cars that are three years old. Mm -hmm. Moving to Florida, you might save $10,000. Yeah. That's not a small number. Sure. Now throw on all the business taxes. Mm -hmm. God forbid you have equipment, like uh, tractor trailers, vehicles, anything that go along with the business. Well, you pay excise and you pay the other tax. Right. <clears throat> so, you know, you, John, you and I talked about. <laughs> George, just, yeah. George just got really depressed right there. No, 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 no. You know what? It's a thing because I remember when uh, we had the restaurant, <laughs> we had, um, I don't know, maybe four TVs around the bar. And we could see. A certain amount, maybe about a hundred people, not even, maybe like 75 people up around the bar. Yeah. The whole restaurant could fit about 250, 260 people, but around the bar, it was like a hundred or so. We got charged for cable. We got taxed. We got charged for cable based on the 265 seats. Yeah. We got, you know, I had somebody for the music hounding me. Because, you know, oh my gosh, like every single day, I'm like, I, every time you turned around, it was a tax, a fee, something. And it just, you just bleed money. So at that point, it was just like, yeah, we're done. Um, by the way, Soma says, I feel like there isn't enough population to self-sustain many things in 2024. What I would say to that is that we are a community that benefits from tourism. So when you build it, they can come right uh, look at Namkeg in the winter time that's done a pretty darn good job you know recreating something in the winter that makes that property of value you know mm -hmm. you would norm that they that was creativity the mount the, the mount. same thing yeah uh with with the lights so i mean there are creative things that you can do build it and they will come and i think you know i'm sure out of those thousand people that came to currency coffee that yeah. day they weren't all from uh, Pittsfield. They weren't all from the Allendale neighborhood, you know. I mean, they were. Well, it, they came from all over the place. I, I, I'm I'll, sure. I'll tell you where they came from. We have people coming from Rattleboro, mm -hmm. Greenfield, Hudson, yep. Worcester. I mean, coming from not a short drive. Number one, yeah, we advertise on Facebook, and people found us fantastic. But most of these people heard from friends of friends, and they wanted Santa. No malls had a Santa that they wanted to go see. So, yeah, if you build it, they will come. Unless you're in Dalton, because then if you do a, ho a Halloween thing, then your neighbors are going to complain and get you thrown off of that. <laughs> but we digress. But other than that, <laughs> no, no, John, I told you I'm a bomb thrower. I'm not going to hold back. Not oh, now. Oh, not so, now. By the way, um, Ari Shoemaker oh, God. <laughs> says, proud of you, Dad. Uh, that's uh, George's good daughter. He's a good kid. 
Carla Prendergast said, love the hometown Christmas idea. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, so good ideas, uh, people thinking that is a good idea. Jean uh, Thibodeau says, as much as I know you will be missed up there, uh, I'm excited for you to come here to Florida and grow even bigger. So I'm, I'm assuming Jean is down there in Sarasota. Yeah, yeah. Uh, state state trooper. I will make the trip over wow. to the other side from Daytona to see you and have a cup of coffee. So thank you, Jean. I hope you're enjoying the sunshine. <laughs> uh, and Trish says, the mount was awesome. Great time. Pam Nadi says, George, you are so refreshing. And... Um, <laughs> But I'm um, yeah, but, it's, uh... but but you're I, I get what she's saying because George is telling it how it is, and, and listen, I, it it is difficult uh, to tell it like it is and be in business um, often, and uh, it it's it's not the easiest it's thing all, in the world. because we're we're all trying to to run it down the middle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I gave that up a while ago because I'm never going to make everybody happy. Right. I have strong opinions. Um, I mean, even during COVID, I don't know if people remember. You know, the state set up a, a telephone line that you could call if business weren't if businesses weren't behaving. Oh, right, you could call right. And, report, and they, yeah. we were reported numerous times. Huh. You know why? Because I'd be sitting at my office desk with somebody at their desk, and we were who knows how far apart. I don't care. Oh my, you know, they don't care about mass. Okay, you know what? You were right. I didn't care. <laughs> I didn't care. I was in grocery stores, stocking shelves all over Massachusetts. I didn't care. Do you know why? Because I didn't want to go out of business and make people go on unemployment. Right. I didn't care because we had a vision of where we wanted to be and grow. So, yeah, we were up to eight employees at one time. We had a vision. Right. And the state said we were essential. Mm -hmm. Great. I'm going to play by your rules. Yeah. Um, yeah. You were. You were. Hey, listen. And even to the point it, of anything that's a coffee is essential. Yes. It is. I oh mean, my gosh. It oh is. Gosh, I got, if liquor got stores are. <laughs> right. Yeah. Now. They, you're right. Um, but I mean, even yeah. to the point of when, when we hosted the uh, the mayoral debates, mm -hmm. when Mike Daly, and I, we all know him well, yeah. we had you and Karen and the current mayor. And some people really took, really, they were actually very put off by me interviewing everybody. And you interviewed all of them. Right. You didn't interview if you remember, one of them or two of them. I asked all of you the same questions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it, it was a point where, and John and I have had plenty of political conversations. And I've really wanted to see this place grow. Mm -hmm. And there seems to be this force within the community that just hamstrings everybody to say, no, you can only go this far right. and no further. Mm -hmm. Population can only go this far, but no further. Mm -hmm. We, what was the population of the city at its max? 60 some 65, yeah, I think. Wow. So in other words, the infrastructure here could handle it. Is. it. Oh, yeah. That's what I've always said. But it can't now. That's what I've always said. It's amazing. It can't handle it now. Yeah. The schools can handle that many. It can't handle them now. Right. And as it is, schools are reducing population massively. Mm -hmm. I mean, here's something interesting. I, I told you this before. And this was one of the reasons I think we're in such a big trouble in this community, state, overall. The, so the state budget of Massachusetts, roughly $54, $55 billion a year. And we have just about three, well, how many, about 7 million people, give or take. State of Florida, 
over 21 million people. Their budget, I love this, 109, 109 billion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And people are like, well, wait a minute. It's so huge. It's, well, where's our money going? Right. Mm -hmm. And not only that, and this, this is the last time I'm going to do this because I know John gets easy. No, no. Listen, I, 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 I don't want to do this, but um, there are reasons why I'm moving. And this is this is part of it. Mm -hmm. yep. So you know, here we are in Pittsfield, one of many school districts, 306 in this state. And we have roughly 899,000, it's called 900,000 students in all those school districts. Mm -hmm. Florida has 3 million kids K through 12 mm -hmm. in 67 school districts. Now, some people are probably going, so what? Well, how many superintendents are there in Massachusetts? <laughs> and they're right. making more than the superintendents in Florida. Mm -hmm. And those superintendents in Florida have 42,000 kids each. Ours have 3,000. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Why are we paying all these bloody superintendents this money? Exactly. So when you look at the cost of administration oh, per student, and, yes. that, and that's, you know, so, you know, earlier, not too long ago, when we were talking about sharing services with other school districts. Yes. That's that's the step forward to start saying, hey, we got to start looking at this in more intelligently, especially in Berkshire County. That's like 13 or 14 different school or superintendents and school districts right. and all that. Why in the world are there so many administration people? when the number of students uh, continues to uh, decline. Oh. So it's just, it's painfully obvious that, you know, that you have to make some of these uh, changes, but those changes actually lead to better results as well, because what you're doing is shifting more dollars where it counts, that okay. is, to teachers. But I think we have a teacher in the room yes. uh, as, well, as yeah. well. So, you know, having- Hey, look, you know, I have, have to go home and, and you, you know my wife and what she does. And <laughs> I, I don't get any freebies on this. Yeah. <laughs> so um, that that for sure is uh, is an issue. Speaking of education, Melissa Fawcett, our dear friend, says uh, we have lots of out-of-town people at Ready, Set, Play. We are getting New Yorkers, Vermonters, and a lot of Central Mass folks. So there you Eighth go. Point. Build it and they yes. will come. Yes. Build, so, you know, don't talk about, um, you know, with all due respect, you know, about the lack of population here or whatever. If you have a business that draws mm -hmm. people in the heart of the Berkshires and the Berkshires is a draw, should be, then, you know, that that's a possibility for, for growth. Yes. And don't you remember that day we were, um, we were, we were here, we were in the lobby of this building and there was a couple that happened to walk in. And they're kind of looking around, and it was maybe 10 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday yeah. or a Sunday, yeah. and they were looking for anything, anything. to do. They, they, they said, we came to Pittsfield. From Albany. We drove here because we just wanted to check out Pittsfield. They had nothing else to do. So what did they do? They got a coffee. So we said, well, you can go to maybe Marketplace and get a coffee or Dottie's and get a coffee. They're like, we already did that. Yep. Anything else? And we're, and we're sitting there. We're like, oh, my God. Yeah. We don't know where else is. Well, which slapped? Oh yeah, we we popped we in the witch slapped. Which slapped? We sent um, them to Somas. Yeah, and but there but there isn't that experience, right? And so that's what we don't have. You know, if you go to Northampton, there's an experience. You don't right. you don't need to go there for something. Uh, Saratoga, you don't need to go there for something. You can park and you can walk, right? And and experience what is up next. Yeah. Uh, Portsmouth, you know, New Hampshire, obviously totally different ball game i know mm -hmm. we're not we're talking apples and oranges to some extent but um 
we digress. So. It's culture. <laughs> mm-hmm. What is the yeah. culture of this city? Yeah. 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 I mean, how do you define Pittsfield's culture? I'd love to know. Yeah. How do people that live here, how do you define the culture of this city? Mm. We used to be a heavy manufacturing base with, you know, good family yeah. values, all, all the, all that typical stuff. And now that's gone. Okay. So how do we redefine ourselves? Mm. The Stockbridge, they have a culture. Great Barrington does. Mm. North, yeah. North Adams has one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so how do we as a city, how do you do that? Downtown Pittsfield has always been very important to people. I grew up in a city where downtown was extremely important. And I know that you know, downtown Pittsfield has its own cheerleading squad, as I like to call it, and they do their job and mm-hmm. it's fine. When John was running and I was talking to other mayoral candidates, I kept telling them one thing, like, well, what can we do? And I think John knows the quote, stay out of our way. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Just let yeah. us do what we're doing right. and stay out of our way. Yeah. That's right. And, you know, um, Ronald Reagan had had one of the great lines, you know, the scariest words in the world. I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Yeah. No, we don't want your help. We know what we're doing. Yeah. And no one's saying, no one's saying that you don't, you, you don't have to follow codes, no. right? So fo- follow the codes, but like make it <laughs> business friendly so that you're working with them and generally laying it out and saying, Hey, look, you got to make sure the door is done this way. It has to swing this way. Uh, you have 30 days to do that. I'm sure you'll have no problem and, and make it very clear. Don't right. don't come in and say, oh, I'm sorry, business owner. If you don't know the building code, tough luck. You know, you're going to have to hire somebody and come up with a plan. And then I'm going to come back 30 days later right. and look for everything you did wrong and push it out another 30 days and make it impossible for you to open. This happens all the time. And maybe you can't even open while you're doing it. Well, you can't. Well, that's a lot. I mean, I remember our restaurant. We we had a, we had trouble. And that was way back in 2010. Um, and we were losing money by the day. Mm-hmm. because we had we couldn't, to, open. we couldn't open we had to have certificates for this that and the other thing and it was just like oh my gosh you know and we were right in the height of summer season mm. just you know so yeah, yeah. so yeah. tina bordeaux uh says you your voice cannot be heard if you say nothing our voices count speak up and speak loud pam Melnati says where has all the weed at revenue gone well <laughs> melissa rockefeller hill says for the up and smoke uh, for <laughs> george says for the love of all things holy cheshire made a skating rink behind the old elementary school for people to use for free and wow. we have a bigger tree <laughs> <laughs> Small town Cheshire. Uh, we care about our envy. people. Okay, so it's free envy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, too much. It's funny these 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 stories that people tell you. Yeah. You know, it, all these other small towns up and down that Route Seven, Route Eight corridor. Everybody has their story, and again, we we talk about community around here. Everybody loves to talk about community. Mm-hmm. We're a county, right? Yeah. Now, coming from New York counties or have stronger governments, but it seems like every little fiefdom through here fights for their own little you know niche, and they keep forgetting that it's a bigger element. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I was talking with people in the, in the educational world, no names. They said, you know, the best thing for Berkshire County would have four school districts: mm-hmm. Pittsfield, North, Central, South. That's right. Yeah. Why do we have 12, 13 now? 
Yeah. Yeah. Right. But again, it's all and, just and, great and, things. And you can take best practices from the, the best things that different districts are doing yeah. and right. bring that together and say, wow, we can take the best of the best and really make some powerful school districts that are really high performing. Mm -hmm. um, you can do that with the political will, but <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So it's, it's unfortunate. Um, it is. But, but yeah, uh, yeah. You know, I, it's the old saying, you know, I, I've come to bury Caesar, not to praise him. You know, and we've we've forgotten that sometimes we have to put down these things that just don't work. Mm -hmm. We keep forgetting that. Mm -hmm. we like, oh, we, that's how we always used to do it. How many times have you heard that in education? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's how we've always done it. Yeah. How many times have you heard that in, in city government? Yeah. Well, that's how we always do it. Yeah. Then stop. Yeah. Right. Well, Please. I did see. I did see. <laughs> right. Uh, an infographic on Instagram that said, "Boom, 2019, highest number of teacher." Retirements. Um, retirements ever. Yeah. 2020, the highest number of teacher. It eclipsed 2019. 2021, mm -hmm. the highest number of resignations. This it didn't even say retirements, it said yeah. resignations, yeah. actually. And then 22 and 23. And it, so each year has it, it, it. So people are leaving that profession in droves. Right. It, it makes you say, why? Well, they're <laughs> and, leaving and for ask, so why? many reasons. You know, you, yeah. know, you live it. Oh, yeah. But you think about, I mean, look in the Albany area, St. Rose College, mm -hmm. one of the greater educational institutions that turned out thousands of teachers over yep. the years. They're done. Yeah. Why? Shrinking enrollment. Mm -hmm. We've come to a point Talk now, about your canaries in the right, coal mine. Right. Yes. And right. not just that, you know, we've also had, and, you know, there's always these arguments about certifications. You know, do you need a bachelor's? Do you need a master's to teach? Do you need a, a, a doctorate to teach? You? What, what do you need? How do we mm -hmm. license? Do we license? Should we license? Mm -hmm. There's a lot of these questions because some great private schools, bachelor's degrees, and they have some phenomenal teachers. Right. They don't have master's. They don't have all the mm -hmm. other things, but yet they're doing it. Mm -hmm. Okay. But can those people leave there and go to the public school? Absolutely not. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Why? Yeah. It's like nurses that get out of the army or get out, get out of the armed services. I was, you know, if someone was a nurse in, in the army for eight years, they can't go to BMC and work. They have to go to right. a nursing school. They have to be, yeah. yeah. what are we doing? Yeah. You know, we're killing ourselves. And Tina Bordeaux, yeah. who's an educator herself, says education is big and much needed for many. And Jessica Hall said teachers and aides are also not paid a fair wage for what is expected out of them. And I want to highlight that yeah. part, uh, expected out of them. The district is top heavy, she says also, but, you know, about wages now, paras are definitely underpaid. Right, you know, teachers. Right. You know, there's a whole there's a whole scale of how teachers are paid. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily agree on, on how it all works. You know, right. I think merit is really important. However, you know, how do you measure that? But all that aside, what she says is what's expected out of them. Mm -hmm. So I think what we're what one thing that is has dramatically changed is now the teachers are doing the kind of work that. They didn't go into teaching no. for, um, you know, uh, teachers didn't go to school to teach to uh, have to be masters of restraint training. You right. know what I'm saying? So, um, and uh, I don't know why I'm talking. Cara's the teacher. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's but different. It's very different now. Very different. And I'm, I'm happy that I became a teacher and I'm thrilled with my career. But I think if I were a young person today, I think I would think twice 
right? With the way things are. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I know. But I had a great, I mean, in 23 years, there were years where it was wonderful and great. And I love all my students. That'll never change. I love the kids. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, there's just so much. And we hear so it all different. the time. Yeah. We hear it all the time uh, mm-hmm. from her. And, you know, so there's there's something you can never take away from teachers yeah. or the impact they have on lives. And and Rebecca Breen chimes in. One of our city councilors recently posted this information about where has all the weed revenue gone. She'll see if she can find it. So <laughs> go to it, Rebecca. Go to it. Um, uh, you know, so uh, Tina Bordeaux. I agree 100% with Jessica Hall. So there you go. So we've we've covered some ground yes. here. Yes. Oh my gosh, yeah. But uh, most important, we want to send George off with well wishes. I feel like I should have like a basket of flowers or something for him. Uh, Jesus. Well, I mean, listen, like, is... you know, uh, uh, but um, a big coffee mug that says we love you or yeah. something. But uh, but George, yeah, I mean, we we it's been a we fun wish ride. you the very best. Tell yeah. me. It's been a fun ride. Look, from pandemic to success, mm-hmm. to whatever. I mean, it's eventually, sometimes you have to leave home. Yeah. And Pittsfield's been very good to us. I feel like uh, that Saturday Night Live skit, baseball has been very, very good to me. <laughs> you know, um, But it's, Pittsfield has been very generous and very good to us. Yeah. And I'm, I, I couldn't be happier. So, uh, you know, when, when you want to seek some warmth, some sunshine yes and get another great cup of coffee it's only 1300 miles <laughs> and you know gosh we could do a whole episode on online business but you have really created a really solid online business uh and that is going to be the opportunity for people to continue to get their yes. favorite coffee but um but that was something you built out and and we'll continue yeah yeah Yeah. and people will be able to order the coffee online yeah there you go there you go so um and tina bordeaux says george haven't had the pleasure to meet you but i wish you all the best and on to better and bigger things and uh denise marie says i'll see you soon george so uh, so we can definitely end on that so george hey we love you man yeah um you know you, you felt you like for all is. that you did you've it always been great. good to us mm-hmm. and um you're a good businessman yeah. you care about the community thank you and you have a wonderful and family and we- hell yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> no no that's a promise yes. <laughs> she has to keep each best in the world uh yeah. i love it so well everyone have a great night and again, we'll let everyone know on the winners of the bag of coffee and uh, and also the Soma candle and uh, for our private group, uh, the Parkland Jewelry. So uh, everyone, we wish the best and a great show tonight. Everyone. Have a great thanks night. For, thanks, Thank for, thanks for chiming in.